Welcome to the Sacred Light Collective. You are with Ali and I am so thrilled to have you here again for another episode. I have been really feeling the depth of this journey from Your Voice Matters, I Matter, My Voice Matters, to owning of power, to seeing power, the connection to personal power, and really feeling this deeper call from my higher self and from spirit to really expand and open my heart and to allow the light to be amplified, my, my, the light of my divinity to be amplified through my physical form. And it has been somewhat of a challenging journey and I always hesitate saying challenging because I'm really trying to remove those sorts of, of phrases or words uh, around making it seem challenging and hard, but it has been confronting to, to really step in and answer the call and then have life show me an experience where I get to practice that, where I get to live that, where I get to move through something more deeply. And in the last week, I didn't even realize that I'd asked for this, but I have been on this journey and sharing this with you, not perhaps fully, but sharing the key points with you from that very moment of connecting to my six-year-old who felt like her voice didn't matter and that she didn't matter. This led me into seeing where that was connected to. I had, you know, sort of given away my power, stepped away from my personal power, you know, therefore separated a little from my sense of self. And so connecting those two together and then coming really into this deeper remembering of who I am and who I'm desiring to be and wanting to consciously create her in this physical form and to be of service in that way. And that led to a deeper cracking open of my heart to really amplify, (laughs) amplify my divinity within my physical form and to amplify the love within my heart and my capacity to see and feel myself not just in remembrance but in terms of bringing that into the relationships and the connections. You can hear me pause as I breathe into that because it has been a little challenging to remain in an open heart And I can feel as I started talking in this episode, my heart blew open. And I know that that is what is here for me to share in this particular episode with you is to hold the heart open, hold the heart open to stay in the light, in the love, to stay in presence of oneness with myself and with source, the creator, God, the universe, whatever you know that as, even in times where I want to shut off, I want to put the wall back up. In the last episode, I was touching on how 
I wasn't someone who was able to connect freely and I didn't share a lot from me personally because I didn't really, I mean, I only really realized that was because from my six-year-old self, I'd learned to put up a hard wall. I'd learned to, to keep a barrier there to protect myself. And I, I guess that the, the irony is, though, that really I wasn't protecting myself because I was just trapping all of the pain and the hurt in and creating all of those repetitive patterns and cycles. Um, but also I wasn't allowing myself to feel and to connect and to really appreciate and experience life through relationships or connections or, you know, I wasn't even really able to fully love and to feel love or to know love because my heart wasn't open to that, the love within myself. I'd shut myself off from my own love and really I had shut myself off to myself. And so now in reflection of that, and it's somewhat crazy to me because I'm 48 years old and here I am only just realizing this pattern and and that connection from that beginning from six years old and maybe even before that for, you know, for all I really know because it's this particular journey that is connected in this way. But I'm really being asked to now keep the heart open. It's not even about keeping a wall down anymore. It's about the wall is gone. And it is about allowing my heart to be open and to feel all of it, to feel the highs and the lows, to feel the pain, to feel the hurt, but to feel the joy and the happiness, because that's what's so incredible, right? Because you, you shut yourself off because you don't want to feel the pain and and the hurt and, and the grief, but in doing, in the shutting off to that, you're also shutting off to the happiness and the joy and the pleasure and you know we can't it's like the light and the dark they they go hand in hand you can't have one without the other and part of the remembering and the embracing of being a spirit in human form is understanding that our soul this aspect of us from source wanted to have the physical experience we wanted to feel what anger felt like what sadness felt like what happiness felt like. We wanted to have the tears. We wanted to be able to touch people. We wanted to share in intimate relationships. We wanted to support people. And yes, on we also had relationships and contracts set up where we were we were put into a place of, of feeling suffering, of feeling trauma, of, of feeling hurt and feeling that experience. And it is all of that. It is remembering all of that as much as possible, that within each of us, we are all the light of source, the light of the creator of God, of Sophia. It is the outside appearance that is different. It is the relationship or the experience or the story, the pattern, whatever you want to call it, that has been created to enable us to have the experience. And so <laughs> to share somewhat pers- personally <laughs> as we're on a theme of me being open and vulnerable <laughs> as part of my open heart but i trust 
I trust here that it's safe space for me and, and I trust and I am in absolute gratitude and I feel somewhat emotional as I say this, but I'm in absolute gratitude for the beautiful souls, for, for you dear friends who reach out to me and just let me know that you're receiving me in that vulnerability and that you're receiving something from me being in that and the sharing of my self and my my stories and spirit and and whatever is here. So thank you because it is your uh, kindness and and your love that also enables me to keep coming into this place even when it feels mighty uncomfortable. <laughs> but I am, for those that may not know, I am a single mum and I have a beautiful daughter who is now 16 but since she was two and a half, we have been in a co-parenting situation and it has not always been easy. And I will put my hand up and say that I have not made that easy and that I was a very hurt, bitter, angry, sad woman who left that relationship and really had no sense of herself at all and was sitting smack bang in the victim seat. And I do put my hand up and claim that now because I think that that is important for me to also acknowledge and to witness myself in that that was where I was at at that time. But now that I can see that and know that, I can also understand why she did some of the things that she did, why she said some of the things that she said, and how maybe she didn't handle things in the best way. But, you know, constantly learning, constantly growing. And as I spoke about in the last episode, I just keep trying to come back to, okay, what am I going to choose now? Who am I going to choose to be now? And that has not always been, you know, in my highest version. And I also want to acknowledge that because I know a lot of you are also struggling with different issues in your own life. And I speak to my clients in, in sessions all the time about this, that no one is perfect. No one ever will be perfect, but it's what you keep choosing in each moment is is not just where your power is, but it also allows you to recreate that, you know, to or to create more of what it is that you do desire to be. And ultimately, when we come back to, yes, this is an experience and we're here to learn and life really is like being at school. It's one big opportunity to um, attend school, learning lessons all of the time. And sometimes you might learn something and then that's it, it's out of your life and you move on. And other times there will be things that keep reoccurring and you feel them in different ways, you move through them in different ways. And so that is, you know, predominantly we see that through our relationships because relationships are our greatest teachers. And this relationship, even though we're not in an active relationship with my ex-husband, but there's been a lot of times, a lot of experiences, many lessons here. And, you know, I, I guess what I want to pre-frame here too is that we can only ever take responsibility for ourselves and how we show up and, and the decisions and choices that we make. And 
there might not ever be a particular outcome that comes to fruition because you don't know what the other party is going to choose to decide to become aware of. And, you know, there are a lot of people that are not yet on the awakened path and they may not ever be and they may not choose to. Again, that is all part of the experience because as much as we are moving towards this shift in the collective consciousness and and direction that humanity is going, much like I said about having the polarity of emotion and, and the light and the dark, we're going to need to have those that play their role in not in not stepping into the new the new earth, if you like. So I just want to preframe that as well. We, we, can't, we can't take responsibility for anyone else's journey. We can only take responsibility for our own and recognize that there may not necessarily be, as I said, an outcome or a resolution, but it's the that they're continual, well, what am I receiving through this or how can I show up differently or how can I choose to become more of the person, the state of being, whatever it might be for you. And that is what this relationship teaches me. And I have been on a massive spiral of healing with this over, oh gosh, 14, 15 years now. And there is always something new coming forward there is always a deepening of my own awareness around that and uh, you know I still don't handle things in my highest at times but I do my best and that's all that we can do all that we can do but in this last week I was really feeling um tired (laughs) tired of a particular pattern and a particular way and a scenario and I was getting caught in the justification and the defensiveness in the right, the wrong, um, the, the, the sense of competition that comes. And for anyone that's in a co-parenting situation, I'm sure you know what I mean. There is, um, even if we're not like, yeah, even when I don't want to be in competition, I can see that there is this element and frequency from other parties that that certainly uh, emits this sense. And I really hit this point of, of like, I don't want to be here again. I don't want to be here again because this isn't who I'm choosing to become. And that is very front and center of my awareness in this last month as I have become really aware of my power and feeling more safe to stand in it and own my power, that has really given me the empowerment to to want to make a choice towards a conscious creation of my state of being and who I'm becoming. And, And I'm also much more discerning about what I let in my energetic field and what I want in my energetic field and where I don't want that to be. So I'm quicker to make those changes because now in this more embodiment of my my voice, my power, my truth, my remembrance of my sovereign divinity, I want to to create in in that vein. I want to create in that power and I want to I want to really be living the life that I know that I deserve and that I desire. 
And I want that for you too. May I just put that in there? I want that for you too. And that's part of my purpose for even talking about this and sharing this is to really drive that home for you too. So I had a moment where I got really angry at nobody else. I was just in my own space with myself, but I was really angry and I started running off scenarios in my mind of conversations and, you know, my mind started to drag up times from the past of things that, you know, little arguments. I was I was <laughs> creating an argument, a scenario, a confrontation in my mind. And then I felt the emotion rise, the sadness, the grief overtake me and I let out a pretty ugly cry. And then when I came to a moment of breath, <laughs> when I had space <laughs> to breathe, I just put my hands on my heart and I just very deeply, very deeply spoke to my heart, to my higher self, to God and said, show me, show me how I can move through this. Show me how I can let this go. Show me how I can take action, how I can be. Show me what I need to do to move through this, to be more of my higher self, to be the person that I really want to be, to be, to be love. That then set off another set of tears, but I then just heard this really quiet voice and I feel emotional actually as I connect into that again. I just heard this really quiet voice that just said, open your heart, open your heart and feel the love. And it hurt, like it physically hurt, but I just sat there and I was breathing and I was like, I opened my heart. I open my heart. I feel the love. I am love. I am love. I am love. And I just kept with that. I don't even know for how long, but I just kept with that. And then I got this sense of I needed to move my body. I needed to move my body and move some of that energy through. And I just went for a walk. I put some music in my earphones, an old non-spiritual playlist, one that probably didn't contain the highest <laughs> lyrics, but I wanted something that would just remind me of my power, of who I am, and remind me of this, this loving being that I am and that I know. And as I was walking, even though I was vibing <laughs> to the music, as I was walking, I could just feel that presence of tapping me on the heart, keep opening the heart, keep opening the heart and waves, right? Waves of anger, waves of grief and sadness. And I didn't care. Like I didn't care. I was in my own world. I didn't care who saw me on the streets. I was just letting it come through. And I was finding myself even moving my body, my upper body in weird ways as I was walking, but my heart was stretching open. And the more I allowed it, the more it felt like it could come through, could move through. So all of the pain 
the hurt, the sadness, the anger, the bitterness, the grief that I had been holding on to for 15 years or more and had been like keeping myself blocked in this, this punishment and this pain cycle felt like it was moving through me. It was transforming in the love, the expansion of this love, the light and the love that was in my heart. And it was just that quiet voice reminding me, just allow your heart to be open. Like the way through this, the way through this is to keep your heart open, is allow your heart to be open, allow your heart to be open. Let the innocence, let the love, the light, let the light of you transform and transmute this, alchemize this. This was the most powerful, probably the most powerful personal experience. I say healing experience, but nothing was actually healed. I was just opening to the fullness of who I was. I was opening to the truth of who I was. I was opening more fully to my divinity. But it has to be the most profound experience that I've had and equally the most painful, like also physically because my chest was really hurting. My chest was really hurting. But I stayed with it. I breathed. I cried. I felt angry. I felt all of the things, but I kept saying, who am I choosing? Who am I choosing? I'm choosing an open heart. I'm choosing to be love. I'm choosing this. I really, really, really want to be someone who is standing in a loving, open, compassionate heart, no matter who she is in relationship with, who she's in conflict with, who she's in love with. It was just so powerful. And I I really wanted to share that because it feels like that's something that I've known for a couple of years, like I've known that's the way. And my dearest, dearest, bestest, bestest friend, soul sister, Amy Mutton, who some of you may may know and work with, she's the, the heart queen. And her friendship and, and her love and her support has always held me in this space and this knowing, but I hadn't been quite willing to step into it or I hadn't been quite ready. I'm not sure because this you know, that I have in other areas of my life, but this relationship with my daughter's father, um, you know, personally, our relationship in, in marriage and then the relationship that he has as her father and that he has with her, there are so many layers and complexities to it that it, it's always been a really challenging part of my life to surrender to. And yeah, this, this was, this was pivotal. This was pivotal. And I knew in this moment as well that in order for me to let go, I had to lean into opening my heart in a way that I haven't before. 
and I had to open my heart to my daughter to also trust in her. I have always led her to listen to her heart too and to trust her heart. And as my fellow parents who are listening will know, it can be challenging to also accept that your child has their own journey. And while I have been actively, consciously aware and working with that for many years now, this was a pivotal moment of accepting too that while I could see what needed to happen, while I could see what needed to play out or be done or, or what the lesson was here, that it was not for me to tell my daughter that she was at a point in her journey and, and an age in her life where now her choosing and her choices needed to be her own. And there will be power in her journey as my heart tightens as I say this aloud. <laughs> there will be power in her choosing and her understanding that each step she takes will take her on that spiral of her own lesson and learning and journey with this as well. And what was really interesting is that I sat with the energy of this little family unit, <laughs> extended family unit, shall we say, extended family unit. And because I'm an energy worker and I like to work with the, the medicine of the energy that's present, I just connected with that in the highest because now that I was sitting in an open heart with the experience and that I had chosen within myself who I wanted to be and how I, I wanted to show up in this, I took that into the quantum realms and I, I met with this ex our extended family unit and, you know, connected to the energy of, of love, to connect to the energy of oneness within us all, to connect to the light that was in us all that is that of source. And what was really powerful too was that there was a lot of inner children that were inner child energy that stepped forward. And so I felt really grateful to be able to also see in that moment that there was things that were being created in this physical current moment that we're actually being driven by the inner child energy of some of those involved and to be able to offer healing to be able to offer love you know in the same way that I offered love to my six-year-old self in recognizing that she mattered and I was able to extend that to to this energetic meeting point to let those inner children know that they were seen and heard, that they mattered and that their voice mattered and that we were all here and that we were all present and we were all ultimately working towards the one goal and that was love. Now, who knows how this will all evolve in the physical realm, <laughs> but I really wanted just to share that um, 
And it feels very vulnerable, but I wanted to share that because I think that there is power there in understanding um, understanding the impact that opening your heart can have. And it feels like the next little piece of the puzzle that we've been going through together or the piece of the journey that we've been going through together in connecting to our voice and connecting to feeling this sense of that we matter and that we're important and then connecting to our power and our divinity, our expression of that in this in this combination that we are a spirit in human form, that we are both, and that our heart really is the compass, the leading and the guiding force, because it's it's housing the union of of those those elements, those aspects of us, along with inner children and and various other soul aspects and and um, incarnations of of us as well. But it, it it's just important to kind of connect some of the pieces together and you may not feel like any one of these particularly lands with you at the moment or this might feel like it feels too far away, there's resistance there or there's not a willingness, there's not a willingness there. And I would just say that's okay. You know, this might be the seed moment where you just receive the awareness of, of of this possibility and it might be something that you work towards. I have some clients that I often say that we will bring something up in a session and I will say, I can see that you're not ready to take that in and and the reply will be, yes, no, that does not feel comfortable at all and it's like that's okay. We're just going to land in your field and by next session you'll be ready to maybe open to that and and to to be present with that and that's what this feels like a little bit as well because i know from my own personal personal experience that some things land quicker than others and that that's okay that that's okay but it's nice to have a bit more of a roadmap of what lays ahead And I'd really like to just offer a moment to your heart as I'm feeling my ever-expanding heart sending love and light to you. And as you receive everything that has been here in this episode, maybe placing your hands on your heart if you can, (laughs) wherever you're listening, And just taking a breath and I just want you to feel the pulse, to feel or see the light that is pulsing, that is radiating deep within the centre of your being. As I send you love and the light from my heart, And I would invite you to send the light and the love from your heart to 
anyone in your life that you feel like you need that might need the extra love right now and it might be a situation it might be an experience it might be a person it might be a place it could be something on a world scale if that's what you feel is present for you but it feels like i'm i'm just being guided to send some extra light and love to this extended family unit that I was sharing my story about. So I'd invite you to send light and love to someone or something in your life or a situation and just see it encircled or see the person or whatever it is, see it encircled in brilliant white light. You might even be able to see the tiny spark in their heart that is the same light as we invite the light of the person, the place, the situation or the experience, the world event to shine the inner light to the light at the spark of divinity, just giving you this moment of connecting to the light within us all is one and the same. We are all one. And taking a nice deep breath in and just as you exhale, receiving, receiving, receiving love in return for this moment. And feeling the heart open and swell, feeling the chest feel, it might even feel slightly uncomfortable because you're receiving in a new way, in a deeper way, stretching a little bit your heart too. Thank you so much again, my dear friends, for being here with me in this space, for being a part of the Sacred Light Collective and for co-creating, for co-creating and, you know, seeing me as well, seeing and hearing me in my vulnerable heart, my gentle little heart. So thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, the light, the love, the divinity within me honours the light, the love, the divinity within you. Namaste. Namaste.